1: See masterpiece right here on 1053. The fan, I am unreasonably excited about this because right now we bring on wrestling icon Metroplex resident and Dallas Cowboys intimidation coach. It is Sting. Good
2: morning, sir. Good morning. Oh, you're familiar with the intimidation
1: coach. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And coming off of a Cowboys win that has excited and agitated people all in one. I'm kind of curious, from a sports mentality, what do you look at it? Do you say, hey, look, you won. Let's be happy. Or are you like, come on, we got to do better than that?
2: Well, after a game like yesterday, yeah, we got to do better than that. But, I mean, look at the record. I mean, it looks great. So, I mean, compared to the last few years, I'm happy. I'm happy with this. This is great. Keep it rolling. I'll, I'll take that win.
0: The the moment Jason Witten took uh, took pain off of your face and put it on his own (laughs) was one of my favorite moments in history. Like that was that was an awesome bit that y'all did. I really enjoyed that. I would only do that for him. (laughs) Because you like him that much or you're also a little scared of what he might do. Maybe a little of both, man. He's a big dude,
2: you know. Uh, you know what? We I had so much fun doing that, and I had a good one-on-one conversation with him as well. And so we have a lot in common, and I uh, had a lot of fun that day meeting those guys. And just to see their faces, they were surprised. A lot of them they had no idea I was there. And uh, then to do the commercial was just you know ESPN style. Love that stuff.
1: You know, I'm starting to brainstorm when you talk about the Cowboys and your interactions with them. We have Mark Henry in studio with us quite often to talk football. We need to get this, like, wrestling-football-combo-podcast yeah, thing like happening. This.
0: Yeah, I like it.
2: You know, everybody's got a podcast. Man, I mean, it'll, it'll happen just because you said that.
1: Okay. Boom. <laughs> Making things happen this morning, Corey. All right, so – You are, well, AEW is going to be here on Wednesday for Winter is Coming, and I was kind of curious because obviously you have experience with, you know, whether it's the Great American Bash or wherever, being or Halloween Havoc, being at a similar venue again and again. What does that mean for, like, wrestling fans in the area to get the same event every year?
2: Well, I'd like to think that wrestling fans would really appreciate appreciate that and you know judging by the the reactions uh, when we go when we do come, I think it's true and um I think they do appreciate it and um man, I can remember over the decades so many of these cities that were some of my favorite cities to go to. We would come back every year and um you know it's 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 incredible and even after all these years uh it, it it doesn't change and um it's fairly new you know aew and uh coming into the dallas area for Winter's coming every year but you know we're building momentum that is for sure and um, looking forward to being there on wednesday night
1: now last year free <laughs> winter is coming i brought along My co-host, Mike Bassick, who used to be a Major League Baseball pitcher, he had not seen wrestling since kind of the Von Erick's heyday and everything. And I was like, it's going to blow your mind. And the very first match was the one-hour world championship draw between Adam Page and Brian Danielson. And at one point he goes, are matches usually this long? And I'm like, they are not. You are seeing something unique.
2: Yep. It is unique. I mean, you know, back in the day when I first started, it was very common to have those one-hour, you know, we call them Broadway matches, 45 minutes to an hour. I can remember wrestling Ric Flair for 45 minutes on TVS, live, commercial-free. The first time any sporting event of any kind, uh, I think even entertainment of any kind, was uh, commercial-free for that long of a period. And uh, back in the old school days, it was common to have these kind of matches. Not so common anymore. People want to see, you know, fast and quick. You know, give me a YouTube channel to look at instead of watching a, an entire one hour, you know, sitcom or something. And and so people just want it fast and furious. And uh, I think um, wrestling has changed with the times, and uh, we are delivering that. But when you do have the opportunity to see a match like they had, which was incredible, um, it, it's 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 a good thing. And, and I think, you know, wrestling fans really appreciate that. I mean, these guys are, they're working their butts off. So and all good stuff.
0: You, you've, you've been with, with this for so long. Did you imagine when you first got into wrestling that you would be like, you would have this much of a connection with it for the rest of your life?
2: No, I was the opposite. Uh, I'm I'm a strange breed, let me tell you. I mean, I, when I got into wrestling, I didn't even know what pro wrestling was. Uh, somebody asked me to do it, and I said, "What is it?" I had no idea. Hulk Hogan used to come into the gym. People would freak out and say, "Don't you know who that is?" I said, "Who, who is that? Who's Hulk Hogan?" I had no idea. Uh, that was a gym that was in the San Fernando Valley. I was in the Santa Clarita Valley, which was just a little bit north. We didn't have pro wrestling on TV when I grew up, so I had no idea what it was or who he was until they said, he's the guy from the Rocky movie. And then I knew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Thunderlips is here? Yeah. Yeah, man. So the gym, gym was freaking out. And um, anyway, uh, I ended up going through this wrestling camp and, and then had a great feud with Hogan over the years and had a lot of fun doing it. Okay,
1: since you brought this up, I was promising myself I was not going to ask you this. Do and it. I'm sure you've been Do asked it. this a million times, but I'm like doing some old WCW rewatching because I know how to party. Is what what happened at Starcade 97? Because how did they mess up the finish to that amazing buildup?
2: <laughs> Man, I... I to be honest, I, I think it was just it was a package deal. Um, we had a great build-up for a good, solid year storyline-wise, and the truth of the matter is, we did not follow the build-up. Um, Hogan and I did not deliver in that match, and uh, you know what went wrong with the count and all this. Uh, to this day, I, I have no idea. I just know that. You know, there were a lot of changes uh, that were happening that very day, and you know, we didn't know for sure how we were going to handle the deal, how we were going to do it, how we were going to do the finish until literally when we walked through the curtain. And then, as far as the count goes to this day, I I don't know what happened on that one.
1: I'm sure the backstage politics of wrestling are far more complex than I could ever understand, but I don't know how everyone didn't agree long before this sting comes in, whips Hogan's ass in about six minutes and we send everybody home happy, but that is for (laughs) another conversation.
0: I'm sure I appreciate your answer on that.
2: That would have been what we call good business.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wrestling icon sting on with us right now on the KNC masterpiece on one Oh five through the fan. We are the home of the Cowboys. Also, we did see, an offensive lineman Terrence Steele is kind of breaking news at this this moment. He uh he tore his ACL, he's out for the rest of the season. I'm kind of curious from your perspective, the the process of going through the rehabilitation 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 process and then kind of coming back and what that what that uh, perspective is like for you.
2: Gosh, man, you know, I it's funny we're talking about this cuz I just had surgery. Uh it's since... been six, seven weeks ago now, basically just a clean out on my, my very old niece. Uh, but it is is. I'm getting a phone call. Hold on one second. Oh. Um, there we go. Okay. That's my daughter. <laughs> I'm gonna have to call her back. Please apologize um. <laughs> to her for us. Sorry yeah. about that. No, no worries. But yeah, so it, but you, I know one thing I've seen those that went through the physical therapy process, uh, you know, with flying colors and did what they were supposed to do and worked through the pain versus those who did not. And those who did not, they never recover. They never have the, – the, the game never comes back to them. So I know that is of the utmost importance. Of course, when you got the, the the Cowboys behind you and, you know, a whole bunch of people, coaches and fans and players and who are expecting a lot of you, you're going to do it. But, man, it, it in some ways can make you better. Uh, because you have to learn sometimes new ways to get around. You know, for me, I had to I had to do things differently in the ring. I had to prepare differently. I had to train differently. I had to uh, think differently in the ring and come up with new, more innovative uh, ways to accomplish my goal. And um, I think the same would be for an uh, NFL football player. So hopefully he'll become even better. It's just it's an ACL. Yeah. And... So many of them come back from the ACL uh, great, you know, with, with no troubles. And, you know, but you do have to learn how to maneuver on that knee now because it, it is not going to be the same.
0: When you get hurt in the ring during a match, how 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 do you try to finish that out? How do you kind of grind through yeah. it to get through an injury? Because obviously in football, Terrence still tears his knee and the play's dead. Doctors come out, he gets taken off the field. But in wrestling, I'm assuming you have to kind of fight through that injury to give a finish to the match.
2: You do, but, I mean, it's just like any other sport and even football. If you're hurt bad enough, you stop and the doctors come immediately. Um, And everyone knows when that happens, including the fans. Um, You know, that that happened to me in 1990, Corpus Christi, uh, February 1990 with Ric Flair, uh, he, he was inside of a cage and I was supposed to come and climb into the cage from the outside because it was locked. And uh, I jumped up to get on there and I felt like somebody took a pipe to my knee. And I looked back, there was no wrestling fans, nowhere, no one near. And I reached down and put my fingers between my, it uh, down on my knee and I, I could put my fingers underneath my kneecap. Oh. I knew my patellar tendon was completely severed in half and I'm hobbling around on. You can you can pull this up on YouTube. I'm hobbling around on one leg, and from the knee down on the left side, it's just sort of dangling around. It's just grotesque. And here comes Rick. He's climbing out now. He says, "Oh, what what is Sting doing?" So he climbs out and he starts running down. I've got a entourage of people around me. I said, "Tell him to stop." My patel tendon is gone, man. I, I, I'm I'm out of this, you know. He jumps on me, and I'm hobbling around with him on top of me on one leg. It, it was brutal, but it had to stop. Um, I can remember being in the Omni when the Omni was still there in Atlanta, Georgia, and wrestling uh, Vader, and, uh, you know, he'd he, I'd do this dive off the top, and he'd power slam me, and we did this one night in the Omni in Atlanta, and, and we bounced up and came back down with all his 400 pounds on me at that time, and I saw my rib not come through the skin but you know my my chin was down on my chest and it was just contorted in such a way where i could see my bone like almost come out of my my gosh! yeah and and uh and i was hurt oh you know it was like right there at the end of the match and leon vader you know he goes
0: what what do i do what do i do what do i
2: do It was a world title match. He could not win the world title that night because we were going in another direction. <laughs> so I, I told him, I said, I said, I face the referee and tell him to disqualify you. And, and we did that. And I, there's more to the story that would be hilarious to you guys. But I, I, I wish I was there in person to do it for you. But uh, in other words, he, he drops an elbow on me. After all that, he drops an elbow on me. And I was like, no, 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 <laughs> and uh, they had to, you know, carry me out, and you know, I broke my rib pretty bad on that. That's the left tenth rib; I broke it. But you know, then there's other times where you're hurt almost to that point, but you can kind of still go on. Um, I did that in TNA with Kurt Angle; um, blew my both my shoulders out. The left one was just oh, it was so bad. But you know, I did about two or three more minutes of the match, and we finished the match and. I went in to see Dr. Andrews, uh, Jim Andrews, who's still doing surgeries to this day. And um, he's been about six on my body. And and he looked at my left shoulder and said, Oh, Steve, he said, I almost closed you right back up uh, because it looked like a bomb went off inside your shoulder. I thought there was nothing I could do. He said, I gave one last tug on your either either the the, uh, rotator cuff or the labrum, I can't remember which. And he said, I got a little bit of action out of that, so I tied you back up and cleaned you up. But your rehab is going to be brutal, man. You're going to have to really baby this thing for a few months, for many months. So, you know, football is going to be the same way. I mean, you're going to have some injuries that are going to take you out immediately. I mean, the stretcher is going to come out, and they're going to carry you away. And um, who knows if you're going to come back from one like that. But, yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've dealt with all of it.
1: Man, fantastic stuff. I want to let you know also we have multiple people texting in. It's like, "Oh man, I'm nerding out so hard right now." <laughs> and just just to let you know, you have an open invitation to come down anytime. to the studio like Mark Henry does at any point. We would love to
2: have you in yeah, you
0: the studio. Yeah, elbow drop Kevin anytime. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I, when I get there, I, I'll show you guys the flying toe hold, all right? <laughs>
1: Fantastic. I feel like I just got volunteer for something that I'm going to very, very, very much regret.
2: Hey, I'll I'll let you put it on me. How's that? Okay. (laughs)
1: Now now I support that a little bit more, even though I know it's going to turn poorly on me eventually. All right. Wednesday, Curtis Colwell Center in Garland, right down the street from my house. I'm super pumped about that is winter is coming. AEW Dynamite gets rampage action going as well. Sting, thank you so yes. much for joining, on, joining us on the show
2: today. Hey, man. Uh, thanks for having me. And uh, it's always showtime on, on your show, right?
1: Woo! Yes, Love yes, to yes, hear sir. it.
2: There you go. Sting
1: right here on 105.3 The Fan. That was awesome.
0: What's great is we're going to get to hear that again on Friday.
1: Oh, did I say something stupid?
0: Well, I feel like Sting just – He, did, he yeah, definitely did and it. And you agreed with him. That oh, You get man, to put it on him. Yeah. I'm telling
1: you, that is – those are the masterpiece so of the excited. weeks that yeah. I regret the most is me. Somebody says something dumb, and I'm like, oh, yeah, for sure. But
0: you didn't even notice this one. Like no. You were so invested in like uh, geeking out that Sting was talking with you and just carrying a conversation. Like That was a really cool conversation, man. Yeah. Like, he is – his insight on rehab yes. and
1: what Terrence Steele might be facing and how you have to adjust as an athlete, I thought was really interesting. That's a
0: great question by me.
1: Yes, as I predict you will hear another great question from Corey tomorrow. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25
0: a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over
1: here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch